Have you ever bought or rented a podcast that wasn't quite right? It may have been a pirate podcast. An illegal and inferior podcast for which you pay no money. Pirated podcasts are recognisable by poorly presented segments by hosts wearing bad jackets, poor sound and or joke quality. The lack of embarrassment on the face and spine of the host and the absence of piss takes such as this at the beginning of the podcast presentation. Pirate captains, rob ships and galleons of their rightful booty and add to the cost of a poop deck to the armada. Pure humour is a major problem in Australia. Please help us. Oh, that wasn't quite right. Stop it. call-in podcast coming to you live right around Australia thanks to Royal Stacks Melbourne's cult favourite burger joint with myself yes Tony Martin and at a safe distance pushing the buttons it's Matt Dower say hello Matt (laughs) and who would disagree Great to have you on board, everyone. And, Matt, let's not faff about at the top of the show. Let's go straight to callers. Who have we got? Uh, uh, no one. <laughs> what? No one? Doesn't look like it. Right, OK. I guess it's um, I guess it's because we never give the number out. Possibly. All right. Well, uh, call now if you're listening. We will discuss anything on this show. And in the meantime, Matt... Uh, what do we want to do here? Oh, uh, no, we can't open with that, Matt. Not after what happened earlier. Oh, all right. Well, what do you want to do here? Uh, let's talk music. Because a friend of mine from New Zealand, uh, Russell Heamy. Hello, Russell, if you're listening. He heard the last episode of this show and he said, I notice you once again referred to the song Shoop Shoop Diddy Wop Kama Kama Wang Dang. Now, this is a real song. That's the one that is a chart-topping novelty hit from New Zealand, 1982. Monty Video and the Cassettes was the artist. I don't think there were any cassettes. I think it was just Monty. Could be wrong there. I actually worked in the same building as Monty Video in the early 80s, Matt. Yes, his uh, his real name was Murray. Wow. Doesn't work quite as well, Murray Video. But uh, this got me and my friend talking. He said, what do you think is the classic New Zealand radio hit song? And, uh, no, Matt, no, not that one. Please. I guess it depends when you grew up. You know, if you grew up in the last 10 years, you might say Lord with, uh, what was that song? 
that one. Or let's see, if you grew up in the 90s, you might say... How bizarre! By the Otara Millionaires Club, yes. Or uh, if you grew up in the noughties, you might say Leggy Blonde by uh, Murray from Flight of the Concords. But no, this friend of mine, Russell, he said, what about people who grew up in our era in the late 70s, early 80s? What was the classic Kiwi radio song? No, Matt, not that one. Sorry. God. What then? Thing is, when I was growing up, we were only allowed to listen to AM Easy Listening Radio. So you didn't hear much in the way of New Zealand music. You might hear John Rolls with... That was on all the time. You might hear Hogsnort Rupert with... That was a massive hit in the 70s. And you might occasionally hear a bit of split ends, of course, but only the more AM-friendly kind of, you know, fairground circus stuff, you know. Yes, exactly, that one. And Russell said to me, he goes, so, yeah, but what was the song that really changed everything for you? And I went, well, we didn't hear much on uh, 1ZH and Hamilton, but I do remember tuning in to Radio With Pictures, which was the... Uh, New Zealand equivalent of Rock Arena on Sunday nights on TV2. And I saw a band called The Clean from Dunedin. And it was very sort of jangly guitar music, a song called Anything Could Happen. Anything could happen That's it. The choice is yours to make it there you go, your classic Dunedin flying nun garage band sound. I said that was it. I'd never heard that kind of music. That, for me, is the New Zealand classic. And Russell said to me, well, that's bullshit. That was never played on the radio. He said, forget that. He says the classic Kiwi radio song is from 1983. <laughs> it's Life Begins at 40. Oh, no, you haven't found it, Matt. Sure I have. Here it comes by Dave and the Dynamos. This was actually number one for three weeks. Well, I was feeling rather cheeky, so I went down to this discotheque. This is it. This was a massive hit. I was rocking in the corner with a pretty little thing called Beth. Oh, Matt, don't play any more of it, please. One hand on me shoulder, the other on me arm. Oh. I see she wants to come into my old-fashioned charm. Please. When a bloke who was bigger than a ten-ton digger Th- This is going to be... Oh, no. Here it comes. And I told him. Life begins at 40 Please You wonder why you feel so naughty You may be getting on But you can't stop shaking your feet Can you fade it? Please fade it Oh no We need an antidote song No, not that one For God's sake Do we have any callers? Uh, Yeah, there is one, line five Oh, thank God Um, Go ahead, you're on Sizzletown Oh no all right, I'm going straight to the next one. Uh, hello, who is this? It's Dick Roundabout calling. Oh, Dick, a That's regular it. caller. From roundabout the... Finances. Yes. You know, the tax agents located on a roundabout, mm. on a busy thoroughfare. You're... At Melbourne's most inaccessible financial institution, attracting no customers since 2019. Really? None? Yeah. But... Uh... You're not dissuaded from... Well, you know, we're sticking with a gimmick. Um, right. We didn't have anyone for two years during COVID. I thought, well, it's probably 
because of COVID, but it turns out it was because uh, we're located on a roundabout. Sure. And no one can get to the fucking office. No. That's an ongoing problem. Well, thanks for the update. Uh, uh, did I just hear you play... What was it? Shoot, shoot, diddy, what? Come a fucking wang, dang. What are you doing? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, just a bit of musical nostalgia. You're taking yeah. requests, mate. Uh, well, uh, what would you like to hear? I don't know. Uh, round, round, get around, I get around. Oh. Give that one a spin. You think that'll attract some customers? I don't know. Probably not. Well... Again, sorry to hear this. Yeah, but hey, listen, I'm not, uh, I'm not calling in to have a winch. I'm, no. uh, I was hoping to talk to you about my son. Your son? Oliver Roundabout. Yeah, he's What's a, he do? Well, he's a lazy little shit. Um, I've got him doing work experience with me here on the mm. Roundabout, but as there is no actual work being undertaken, there's very little for him to experience. Has he got any skills? Uh, well, he's tried to set up a drive-through coffee thing, but... Um, mm. More of a drive past. Uh, oh dear. No luck there. Well, what um what ambitions does he have? Oh well, he you know he fancies himself an artist. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, determined to create a an NFT. Oh, yeah. Right. No fucking talent. I think it stands I for. He's batting zeros. So what are you going to do with him? Well, actually, mate, I was hoping I could uh, offload him on you. On me? Yeah, get him to sit in on oh, whatever well, bullshit it is you get up to in there. There's not a lot happening. We're well, it's got to be more than what's going on here on the roundabout, which is yeah, 50 shades of fuck all. The problem is we're a monthly show, so there's, oh, there's okay. not a lot to sit in on. Okay, yeah. Uh, I guess uh, guess we could ask the manager here at Podworks, oh, okay. Keith Shiraz, if he'd take it. Uh, excuse what? me. Not no. going to happen. Sorry, are huh? you listening in out there? Well, I do have to monitor for defamation and oh. issues of taste, <laughs> lack thereof. Okay, so uh, you can't take this kid? No, so, my daughter's doing work experience. Uh, your daughter? Yeah. Yes, cheeky Shiraz, so uh, okay. no dice, I'm afraid. Uh, All right, well, hey, so you heard that, Dick. That's the manager, is it? That's him. Mate, who does his taxes? No, I'm, I don't know. Right, do you think he'd be willing to hurl himself from a moving vehicle onto a roundabout? I, I could ask. Because we will give him our undivided attention. I mean, there's mm. nothing else to divide it. So, sure. you know, it's a blue sky. Dick, do, do people have to come there in person to do their taxes? <laughs> yeah, listen, I mean, this is what everyone says. Why don't you just do it over the fucking Zoom? But the uh, problem is we've... Mm. The modem's down, the route is fucked. Uh, we've yeah. tried to get the uh, one of the geeks for you to come by, but uh, none of them have been able to successfully fling themselves uh, onto the roundabout. So no. traffic on up a fuck all road is relentless. You can't get through. It's just a human centipede of Deliveroo drivers at this point. Well, uh, yeah. again, our condolences. But hey, we're ever optimistic, and uh, would you like to hear the new jingle? Oh, uh, you ready to go, mate? Okay, sure. Here we go. Well, uh, Sorry about that, mate. Uh, it's a work in progress. Uh, well, thanks for calling. OK, give us a call if you've got room for the sprog in there. Will do. <sighs> Dick Roundabout there. Um, that was a bit of a depressing story, Matt. I might uh, might go straight on to another caller. I'll just... Um, uh, I can't... Sorry. I, I can't... You can't stop rocking to the beat. No, not this again, Matt. Yeah. Enough Dave and the Dynamos. Sorry. 
Please, I'm never going to get that out of my head. Okay, here's one. Uh, go ahead, you're on Sizzletown. G'day, it's Patrick Padgett calling. Oh, from uh, up north. Yeah, you, from Bracken you, Ridge, bro, up in Brisbane, that's it. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. Hey, why are you taking the puss out of good Kiwi music? What, you... Dave and the Dynamos? Yeah, we're... what are you doing? You're peacocking, are you? You're showing off. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, we're... well, skiting. No, yeah, we're... Yeah, well, it's a good bit of music, no, bro. No, it's just... I had that what, blowing at my 21st. Your 21st? Well... Yeah, it was um, 19 years right. Right. It was quite inappropriate, but we just couldn't stop rocking to the beat. That's the problem. I see. Well, look, we're just having a bit of fun. Yeah, we, well, we, don't do that. Yeah. You're making a dick of yourself on the radio. No, it's a podcast. A podcast, mm. whatever. You're peacocking, aren't well, you? Look at you primping your pillows. <laughs> all right, you're a fan. So well, it's you, a good body of music, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's it. I used to request it every week on Ready to Roll. I'd say, give me... Dave and the Dynamo. <laughs> I don't even care if it's all of the Dynamos. As long as I'm rocking to that beat, I'm fully satisfied. <laughs> well, to each his own. And, yeah, well, uh, the, I, the, no, here's the thing. I don't want to peacock and sort of um, sky a bit on your show, but what? my dad actually um, directed the clip for that. What? Yeah, that's up no, so I'm not, you're just... Uh, I'm he, not peacocking. The feathers are intact. So, let me get this right. Your dad, yeah. he was the director of the, the clip, yeah, the one that's, that's on uh, YouTube. Paxton Padgett. Yeah, he worked for TVTR Motor, and he was oh, yeah. in charge yeah. of the equipment the day that um, Dave and the Dynamos came with that song. So he was on duty. And, That's right. Uh, so he had to um, mm. slap the video together in quite a quick look. Mm. You know, reshoots probably should have been um, requested. Well, it does look like it was uh, done quite quickly. Looking uh, in a certain the, finesse. There's a bit where um, mm. Mick Jagger has talked about this. He says he's going to have to um, act as a bodyguard for Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones. I'm not sure why <laughs> yes, um, yeah. he would be in proximity to that because the previous versus um, largely domestic. Yes, it's strange. Well, they showed yeah. some clips of Mick Jagger, which I don't think they had permission for, but no. there they are. And then immediately afterwards, um, Dave from the Dynamos comes in and says to someone who's meant to be Mick, oh, look, I'll be your bodyguard for the, for the um, remainder of your career. And yes. Yeah. yeah, Mick Jagger's not very impressed. He, mm. he, um, I think he sort of flounces out, but... The um, person they've got doesn't look even remotely like Mick Jagger, and I think Dad was insistent about that. No. I think if we've already seen the real Mick Jagger in the clip, the next scene there should be someone who doesn't look even remotely like the actual Mick. But so it's a stylistic choice. Yeah, it's probably to get somebody who, maybe not even a man, just maybe some furniture or something. Oh. Like, he really oh. wanted to push it. Like, let's go quite yeah. Dada-esque. But yeah, they, in the end, they just settled on somebody who really doesn't look even close to Mick Jagger. No. But yeah, it's a classic clip, though. Well, I suppose a big one for your dad. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he, he had all kinds of quirks and idiosyncrasies with the directing, and he... He, in the first scene when um, Dave from the Dynamos is in a um, doctor's um, a what? salon or whatever, salon. wherever the you... doctor goes, he, he says... Um, yeah, he, your dad, my dad says... Yeah, he said mm. what they should do is make sure that um, Dave's balls are very oh, prominent uh, at every time you um, cut to him. So the, that was his idea. It's hard to concentrate on the lyrics when it's just these balls so, and, like... Quite prominent yes. in frame, so the, yeah, right. I think that was one of his um, ideas. Well, you you can't miss them. Yeah, the balls are 
they're absolutely peacocking. They're right Are up they? the front there. Right. I think that's why it was number one for three weeks, because people thought if we can yeah. get it to number yeah. one, it'll be the last song I'm ready to roll right before the news. So you get people tuning in for, you know, the damn levels or something, and they just see Dave's balls. So that was his his only video? Well, that... no, he didn't get asked to do many clips after that. No. I think he did one more for... Um, Dame Curry to Carnival. Really? Yeah, he had a sort of um, in a medieval torture chamber or something. It was like the abominable Dr. Fives. They felt that was oh. quite wrong. I think it was meant to be a song for hospitals or something to raise money. So, not a winner. Yeah, he didn't get asked back. Mm. He did a couple of um, episodes of Country Calendar. With, he had all these farmers in a centrifuge. Really? And they were just being pushed... Um, it, the G-forces were just forcing them against the back of a barn. Doesn't sound and, good. Yeah, it was impossible to um, demonstrate any Ivermec products. Sure. With everybody just forced against the walls of the barn and their faces sort of distorted. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it was, that, it was mm. really quite poor. He didn't. He was drummed out of the industry, yeah. So he was misunderstood. Did they say he was... Yeah, they said he was peacocking. Exactly, that's right. Of course. Hey, yeah. listen, let's have... Why don't we just play a bit of it now with the, with the chorus with Mick? Well, I saw Mick oh, Jagger no, man. The there it is. Oh, gosh. Do we have to? Yeah. Oh. I reckon play the whole thing. Yep. Well, thanks for this story, Patrick. Okay, yeah. see you, mate. There he goes. Uh, that's um, Patrick. Yeah, you can lose it, Matt, please. It's Patrick Paget there here at a, uh, well, a strangely Kiwi-themed edition of Sizzletown. How come? <laughs> I, I can't explain it. Uh, but hello to anyone listening over there, any relatives of mine. Hello to my brother Michael, who recently uh, visited Upper Hut in search of Conrad, our very first caller. Hopefully he'll be uh, chiming in. Before the end of the year, hello to everyone who sent me a message, good and bad, about the movie Bad Eggs, which is a movie I worked on 20 years ago. Bad Eggs, or as it's known in Germany, Matt? Mit vollem Einsatz. Correct. It's been screening, apparently, on something called 10... Um, oh, 10 Peach. No, further down the tree than that, I don't know, 10 Splat, uh, 10 Wobble... Uh, oh, 10 Shake. Yes, that's the one. Uh, they've been showing it. I should point out that Bad Eggs has never been upscaled to high definition, so if you're looking at it, it is being shown in standard def, which I feel does a disservice to the great cinematography of Graham Wood. Don't know if uh, listeners would be familiar with Graham Wood, a very reclusive Australian DOP. I think his first film was uh, Ghosts of the Civil Dead with Nick Cave. I met him the year after that when uh, he shot uh, the video for The Degenerations five in a row. Uh, He's done very few movies. Uh, Working Dog used him for The Dish, which is a a beautiful-looking film. He did Bad Eggs, and then the same year he shot a very obscure Australian sci-fi film called Subterrano, or as it's known in Germany... Subterrano. (laughs) Yes, that's... Uh, from the German trailer. The film stars Alex Dimitriades, or as they say... Alex Dimitriades. <laughs> Alex Dimitriades. Alex Dimitriades. <laughs> yes, now, 
what's the name of the show? Zupterano. No, Sizzletown, brought to you by Melbourne's cult favourite burger joint, Royal Stacks. Yes, the burger empire operates right across Victoria from Collins Street, Chadston, Brunswick, Moorabbin, Melbourne Emporium, Melbourne Cricket Ground and Melbourne Quarter. Yes, the full set. You must try their mouth-watering range of burgers, sides, desserts and shakes. All with that unique Stax hit of street culture. Uh, no, Matt, that's not street culture. Oh, sorry. Thank you. You'll find it in all their stores. And if you are about in the heart of Melbourne, pop by the Emporium store with those free arcade games. Caravan booths for groups of up to ten. Cocktails. Mm, Yes, please. And, of course, the famous hashtag fries. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag fries. What are they, Matt? Hashtag fries. That's what they are. And, of course, the iconic Royal Stacks Burgers with the brand-new specials. Well, hang on. I'm ready for it this time. Going to be at a safe distance. Here it comes. The Fugazi. Fugazi. With an impossible burger patty, vegan cheese, calamata olives, sun-dried tomatoes, rocket, garlic mayo and vegan bun. We all love the... But don't let it overshadow... Oh, here it comes. La Dama. La Dama. With double fried chicken, jalapeno peppers, wrapped in bacon, sweet butter, pickles, lettuce and ranch dressing. It's... La Dama. Such good burgers, and there's beef, as we know, there's chicken, there's vegetarian burgers. You can choose from them all, you can see them all. Drool away at royalstacks.com.au. And remember, what better time, people, to stay royal. Right, now, uh, let's get back to callers. Uh, Anyone there? Uh, No. Really? It's very quiet tonight. Don't know why. Have we got any messages? There is one from Barry Football. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. G'day, I'm Barry Football, and I would like to apologise for the items that fell out of my jacket onto the blackjack table at the casino. There was a a small bag of white powder, a rolled-up banknote, a syringe, a bong, and a tourniquet, and also um, some methamphetamine in a large bag marked drugs. All of these items are part of my medical regime. The white powder was tablets that I had crushed up uh, for the convenience because it is much easier to fumble around with a plastic bag at a blackjack table than simply pop a tablet into my mouth. To the people who have pointed out that the medication I named is actually blue, not white, need to understand that I have spray-painted all of my blue tablets white in order that they are easier to see under the reduced lighting conditions of a casino. The naysayers on Twitter need to understand that I am taking multiple medications via a number of methods in order to um, recover from an injury I sustained when I fell on my crack pipe. I am hoping to continue my medical program 
just as soon as my doctor gets a new shipment of Voltar and through customs. And if you'll excuse me, I must now resume my therapy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really working on the knee, mate. Well, I'm glad that's, uh, <laughs> glad that's been cleared up. I get the feeling, Matt, we've, um, we've forgotten to do something. What could it be? Pong farts! Yes, now's the time. This is the segment where we showcase podcasters and broadcasters shamelessly breaking wind on air. And uh, we've received quite a few. You wouldn't think there would be that many, but uh, they keep on coming. Firstly, here's one from Aaron Clift who was listening to the 5AA Sports Show with Rowie and Timmy G. They were talking to former AFL player Matthew Pavlich. Listen to me sounding like I know who any of these people are. Let's go to the clip. I can't believe you've been retired for six years. You, you're 41 the end of this year. Where does... Oh, Pav, where does... Yes, open a door to that studio. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, next up, this was sent to us by Will Maxwell. Thanks, Will. He was listening to Life is Short with Justin Long, and they're not even trying to hide this one. Life is Short is hosted by me, Justin Long, and is co-hosted and produced, oh. by, <laughs> produced by you. Oh, life is short. Thank you, Will. And finally, from another Aaron, Aaron Donaldson, he was listening to one of my favourite podcasts, a great idea for a podcast, apart from anything, Mid-Flight Brawl, with Nick Cody, who I worked with recently, and Luke Heggie, one of Australia's finest comedians. But uh, have a listen to this. And yet (laughs) it was offensive to someone's children. (laughs) Children. (laughs) Children. Jesus. Oh, he might uh, he might be in and up Whoa. coming. Out. I don't know if we ever covered him in our NFL That is a mid show blap. Well done, Aaron. You couldn't miss that one. Thanks to everyone who contributed to the tapestry of gas here at Pogfox. And I should mention some of the other people who make this show possible. Tim Cox and the team at Allegiance Wines. Yes, we love their work. Be sure to stock up on any mixed dozen wines. There's one there at allegiancewines.com.au forward slash Sizzletown and get yourself one of these spectacular Sizzletown Grob posters. Don't they sound great? Signed by myself, Matt and Grob. Also supporting the show for quite a while now, Nick and Ruby Gleason up at Factory Espresso in Orange. The Sizzletown blend and Dion's blend. Matt, are you sure that's the right... Yes, I am. All right, just checking. The coffee beans are still available at factoryespresso.com.au forward slash Sizzletown. I will be back at uh, Factory Espresso later in the year. I'll tell you who was there uh, just last month, Matt. Who's that? I saw his photo on the socials. Big fan of this show. One of the stars of the Sydney production of Mary Poppins, Andrew Broadbent. Yes, give him a round. That's Andrew Broadbent, not... Alex Dimitriates. Now, speaking of names, I need the names of uh, this month's sizzle merchants. Matt, the, uh, the fax machine 
appears to be down. I tell you what, let's have them delivered by the Sizzletown Can-Can Dancers. Uh, in you come, ladies. No. Yes, watch out. Mind your feet. Oh, just need the, uh, the list. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, on your way. Cheers. Send us an invoice, ladies. Thank you. Uh, yes, the names of the sizzle merchants. Who have we got? Oh, our newest addition to the Platinum Supporter tier from Panania, New South Wales. Oh, I hope that's how you say that. Panania? Panania? Panania. Panania. Do you get there via a magic wardrobe? I don't know. Anyway, I do know it's the birthplace of Brian Brown. We've just had our foyer redone in Brian Brown. Oh, too many clangs in this episode. Who am I talking about? It's the aforementioned Will Maxwell. 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 Great to have you on board, Will. And we'd like to thank some of our perennials, some of our platinum merchants who have been generously supporting the show for some time. Our very own board of directors here at the show, like from California, USA, Stephen Plunkett. Stephen! Plunkett. Stephen! He's a plonker. Plunkett. 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 No, he's not a plonker. He is a plonker. He's a plunker. Thank you, Stephen. From Aberfoyle Park, South Australia's own, Brett Coombs. Watch out! Brett! Coombs on the charge. On your Brett from North Sydney, we once again pay tribute to Stuart Barclay. Stuart. Stuart Barclay. What about Bathurst's hottest property, Benny Hope? <laughs> Matt, please, not again. It's Benny Hope. Benny Hope. <laughs> this is Benny Hope. From Glen Iris, right here in Victoria, it's Derek Jarman. A moon-faced boy who spits in the faces of the devout. That's the Glen Iris Derek Jarman, not the late filmmaker, artist, gay rights activist, and the subject of a song by Chumbawamba, Matt. Really? Yes, I do have Wikipedia. And finally, our man of mystery, someone who's been supporting the show for some time but has never provided us with any contact details to thank him. So this will have to do... It's Martin Sinclair. Mr. Sinclair. Martin Sinclair! Martin Sinclair! Thanks, Martin, whoever you are. Thanks, everyone who gets behind the show. And a reminder, anyone who makes a monthly pledge of $5 or more qualifies to receive one of our end-of-year Grob Christmas cards signed by everyone involved in this show. There's a bunch of other rewards on offer right now at sizzletownpodcast.com. And, uh, Matt, I think we have time for just one more call. I'm just going to take one at random. I'm not even going to look. Let's see. We'll go here. And who is this? Good evening. You're on Sizzletown. You. Uh, yes? Uh, who is this? You have opened up a dark portal. Um, well, it is talkback. That can happen. You must pay. Sorry, who is this? I am the Dark Overlord. Right, and where are you calling from? The Inside Out. Oh, right, is that is that just before Sassafras? You have sealed your doom. 
Uh, sorry, where are you? I am here. I am everywhere. Oh, jeez, what's going on? You cannot escape Gestetna. Who are you? Gestetna, a foul-smelling purple demon from the inside out. Um, which is... A parallel dimension directly beneath Parkworks. Oh, you, you mean the car park? You have opened the Hellmouth. <laughs> I have? How did I do that? Episode 35, when you entered the Vortex. <laughs> vortex, Hellmouth, make up your mind. Where, how exactly did I do this? Let me remind you. Hang on, where's that harp coming from? Matt, is that you? No, it's not one of mine. Award-winning wines. Some great ones, too. See what I love, Matt, is the vortex. Is it? Oh, I'm being sucked in. I'm being sucked in. Thanks again. Matt, I'm trapped in the vortex. I don't know if you can hear me, but I couldn't mind the big livestock in here. Or I'll just keep doing the rings in here. Uh, right, yeah, I, I do remember that. What you have opened no, no. cannot be closed. Yeah, can you ask the guests not to trigger flashbacks? It's confusing to the ear. What is that disembodied voice? Uh, that's our producer. Matt, say hello to Mr. Gestetner. Oh, uh, hi. It's just Gestetner. Sorry, no, Gestetner. Yeah, hi, Gestetner. You must pay for your interference. You will What's going on? I've got no idea. What is it? Are you going to be much longer in the tub? What? I'm really to go out here. I am threatening mortals. Uh, why do you have to do it in there? It's good acoustics for my scary voice. Well, can you hurry it up? First, I will destroy this podworks by drawing it into the inside out. Whoa, do you feel that, Tony? It's a tremor. I can't think. What's going on in here? Oh, uh, it's one of our callers. He's attempting to pull the entire building into a parallel dimension. Oh, for God's sake, we're not insured for alternative reality. You Couldn't you maybe take Pod you like from across the road? They've got a tattoo parlour and a craft brewery. Say your prayers, Ethan. Well, that doesn't make sense. It does look like we're all about to be vaporised. Don't worry. I know what to do. What have you got, Matt? Try this. (laughs) What? What Yeah, demons hate this. Actually... I quite like this one. Oh. I've got a great live version with Dave Gilmore on guitar. Uh, yes, I do like this one. It's not working, Matt. Yeah, right. Um, what about this? Life begins oh. at 40. What? God, this better work. What evil is this? Maybe 40, but you can't yeah. stop rocking. I can't. I can't stop rocking. Take a breath. God, I'm covered in ectoplasm. Let's get out of here, Matt. 
what a mess. Do I need to mention thin ice? Uh, probably not. Uh, well, thank you, Royal Stacks. Thank you, Matt Dow. Thank you, Dave and the Dynamos. And don't forget to drop by our merch store for the last of our limited release left boob logo tees in most sizes. You'll find all our gear at sizzletownpodcast.com. I should mention that I'm on Chrissy Salmon Brownie on Nova 100 every Tuesday morning. And the great Matt Dower is, well, the audio producer of Sports Bazaar, the hit podcast with Titus O'Reilly and Mick Malloy. Don't know what they're talking about but it's very good. Until next time, cheers. Subterrano. It's lacking in a certain finesse. <laughs> Yes, I do like this one. And I'm sure you'll bring us back to more topical subjects. Earlier on, um, we discussed the very sad passing of yes. Margaret Ehrlich, a fellow New Zealander. That's right. Did you ever have anything to do with her? Yeah, no, turns out my very first solo comedy gig ever in 1984 at the Glue Pot Tavern oh, yes. in Ponsonby in Auckland oh. was supporting a band called Peking Man who I discovered only by reading Margaret Ehrlich's obituary that she was the lead singer of. That's weird. Wow. So that is a strange connection. I'm sorry to make it all about me so when I'm a you tragedy. Both, you both knew each other before you were who you were to become. The, yes. That's so you've got a very good memory. So could, do you remember any gags from that first solo well, stand-up? this thing? is going to make Raoul Julia seem like topical material, but <laughs> there used to be a bloke in the 80s, he's still getting about, called John Cooper Clark who was a British poet mm -hmm. who wore a tight black suit <laughs> and had a sort of Tim Burtonish haircut. This yeah. is the most Tony Martin story oh, that's yeah. ever been on I this mean, show. And he came out to Auckland and he performed at the Glue Pot Tavern and he talked like this, his accent was like this, and he'd read out poems and he sort him on the tone voice like that. And he had a reel-to-reel -reel tape recorder playing beats behind him and he was incredibly famous well, at the time. And I was in the concert and I went... I reckon I could look exactly like that guy. Mm. So I went and bought a suit, <laughs> bought a wig, <laughs> borrowed a reel-to-reel -reel tape recorder with some beats on it, turned up at the Glue Pot Tavern the next week, went on stage as him, had them announce that he was back, <laughs> and just did an impression of him, but doing nothing but eagle songs. <laughs> So when I was rolling down the road trying to lose my load, I had seven women on my mind. Did that for about five minutes till people realised it wasn't him and I was booed off. <laughs>
And that how, was, how, how old were you, was, how how old old you at the time? I would have been uh, 20 at the how time. How are we still finding out stories about you? I've never heard that That's in my life. That's the greatest one. Had they bought tickets specifically to see no, this No, they very... bought tickets to see Peking Man. Yeah, to see Peking. Oh. And then I hear supporting, he's back because he went down so well last week. It's John Cooper Clark. And I come out. So that is my weird connection Sorry. to the late you Margaret. You are a brilliant hey. and rare Just unit. Touching tribute to the <laughs> passing of Margaret. <laughs> <Yes. Yes. Yes. laughs> Chrissy, Sam and Brownie.